Hi, I'm Tom Coffin, CEO and President and Co-Founder of Simply Reliable Incorporated. Welcome to the Smartpreneur Podcast. What's a smartpreneur, you might ask? Well, a smartpreneur, in our opinion, is someone that focuses on working on their business, not just in their business. And our Smartpreneur Podcasts are designed to bring you some relevant information each week about your business and different parts of that business. It could be marketing, it could be workflow, it could be labor, uh, it could be business operations, many things that we'll talk about each week on the podcast. You can also check out our Smartpreneur blog at simplyreliable.com. And of course, our Smartpreneur podcast is brought to you by Simply Reliable, makers of Smart Office and Design Machine, the complete end-to-end -end solution for business process for systems integrators. So thanks for joining us today, and I hope you enjoy the show. This week on the Smartpreneur Podcast, our guest is Manny Solomon, founder, branding strategist, and creative director of WWDB Integrated Marketing. Please welcome Manny Solomon. Hey, Manny Solomon, how are you doing? I'm doing good, Tom. How are you? You're looking good. Ah, terrific, man. Couldn't be better. Great. Well, uh, uh, thanks for doing our Smartpreneur blog uh, and, and Smartpreneur uh, podcast this week. As Appreciate always, My pleasure. My pleasure. Okay. Uh, so this week, uh, Manny's going to talk to us about uh, what makes a brand. And as I mentioned, there's a there's a uh, recent blog post that that he's posted on our Smartpreneur blog series that you can see at simplyreliable.com. And we're going to just delve a little bit deeper into that and uh, get some thoughts uh, uh, from Manny live here. So, uh, <laughs> wow, you know this uh, this this is big picture stuff, man. Yeah. Uh, you know how do you uh, how do you define the word brand? It's a big word for some for only five letters. It's a big word. <laughs> it is. It is, and it's. It gets confused a lot too. Like, what is branding? Oh, it looks—it's too big, you know. Like, I, you know, I don't know if I can, you know, if I can, if I have a brand or should I do a brand or you know whatever that is uh, in their own in their own minds. But really, let me let me simplify it and break it down into really easy terminology, uh, which is kind of was always fascinating to me. Is you know where branding came from? Uh Literally, it was. Branding cattle. Ah, yeah, sure. Yeah. That makes sense. Right? The brand, right? Yeah. So yeah. here you had, you know, 10,000 head of cattle, and you were, you know, moving them across the West to sell them at market. And when you got to market, there were, you know, at least 100 or more other cattle ranches that were bringing their heads of, you know, their herd in. And, you know, obviously all these cows can get mixed up you know the one sure. cow can look similar to the next cow so how do hey, just a, just a just a program uh, note there uh, manny I, I, no offense to our vegan and vegetarian friends <laughs> <laughs> yeah true <laughs> yeah, I, I happen to, you know, admire, you know, vegetarian lifestyle, which I aspire to. So. Yes. Uh, <laughs> anyway, back to the branding story. <laughs> so, you know, how would you make sure that that was, you know, your, you know, your brand of, you know, basically cattle, you know, that had, you know, your mark on it and whether that was stolen, which comes into the whole trademark 
you know, type of right. uh, issues these days. Uh, you know, so if your cattle was stolen, you can get killed for that, right? I mean, now you'd probably get a lawsuit, but no one's murdering anybody over stealing their brand. But back in that day, you probably could get killed or hung, you know, for stealing somebody's brand. It was that important. Sure. So, you know, in the market to basically distinguish your, you know, your, your product and your product was how you cared for, you know, your animals, you know, whether they were fed well, you know, whether they were happy and they, you know, they, they were healthy. And, you know, when you charged more at the marketplace, because that brand stood for something, you know, that brand stood for, you know, healthy fat, you know, milk making cows, or were they, you know, skinny work cows that, you know, people wanted to use for other, you know, for other things. So your brand carried, you know, a lot of symbolism by, in, by the imagery, you know, itself. Mm-hmm. And it, 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 it literally fulfills your vision, your mission, and your values is built into the brand now, in, into the visual brand. Now, yeah. where people do get, I guess, a little caught up in the, the visual of the brand, it's really a, a doorway. It's not literal. People want to say, well, it doesn't say, you know, fat cow, you know, or it doesn't say, you know, what we do. And really, that wasn't the, that wasn't the way the brand worked. The brand worked because my initials were on it or because there was a symbol of a, you know, a tree or whatever it was, whatever you build your visual to represent is what's going to represent your brand. Now, right. do you not, you know, do you want it to, you know, um, represent the feelings and, you know, the, the uh, of your product and service, the culture and, you know, yeah, absolutely. And that symbolism, that's why picking the right symbolism and the right color uh, is super important because, People interpret, you know, uh, vi- they, they're visual, we're visual human beings, and 93% of our communication is visual. Ah, sure. So if you're looking at something, you're already, we all do it. We, you know, you can just catch yourself doing it all the time. You're already, you know, coming up with an interpretation of whether that's something that looks good or bad, or whether you think you're going to like it or not. I mean, there's a lot of judgment going on just by something the way it looks, right? Sure. So I talked to some clients like, don't get any spaghetti sauce aisle in the supermarket. Now, you'll see, you know, from top of the shelf to the bottom shelf, for at least, I don't know, 15, 20 feet of hundreds or more jars of spaghetti sauce. Yep. Now, how are you supposed to choose what that sauce, whether you're going to like it or not? It's not like you're opening up the jars and tasting them. <laughs> you know, <laughs> they throw you out for there. <laughs> yeah. So what are you, you're, you're buying the label, right? So yep. at that point, it's up to you. It's up to me to persuade, you know, that buyer with the visuals that this is going to be good sauce and it's worth the cost. It's mm-hmm. homemade, it's mama's recipe, it's, you know, whatever it is, or it's cheap and down and dirty, it tastes pretty good, you know, but the price <laughs> is right. You know, what do you, you know, depending on what you're going for and what differentiates you from every other spaghetti sauce out there. And then it's always, you know, uh, 
it's always the, the, the proof's in the pudding that once they open up that jar of sauce and taste it, it's up to you. My job's done. They bought it. If your sauce, no pun, cuts the mustard, <laughs> you know, and they, they, they love it. And that's the sauce they're going to go back to again. And that's the sauce they're going to recommend to the people that they invited over for spaghetti dinner and loved it and said, oh, man, you got to try this sauce. You know, it's the best thing I ever had out of a jar. And, uh, you know, that's the, that part's up to you. David Ogilvy, of, of the old Ogilvy and Mather, one of the pioneers of modern advertising, used to say, nothing kills a bad product quicker than good advertising. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> So if you got the goods, you know, I want to work with you because yeah. uh, you know, we're, it's a good, you know, it's a symbiotic good relationship because I'm only going to you know, tell more people about what a great product or service they can get here. Sure, sure. Well, you, you mentioned in uh, in this uh, Smartpreneur blog that, you, that you've written about having a game plan uh, and, and a playbook. What uh, can you, you know, delve a little deeper? You know, what, what does that mean to have a game plan and a, and a playbook in our you know, are those the same thing? Are they two different things? Uh, you know, what's what's the idea behind that? The idea is really, you know, for me and 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 helping my clients understand this is knowing your numbers. You know, knowing your numbers internally helps you develop this game plan of well, where do you want to go? Since marketing is tied into uh, growth, you know, marketing is when you want to reach your goal of, mm -hmm. you know, hey, let's say you want to sell 100 pizzas a day. You know, that's your goal. You know that you, if you know your numbers, it costs you, you know, $3 to make a, a pizza pie and you can sell it for 25 you know, so that profit's built in. And if you can sell, you know, X number of pies, you know, a day, you know, uh, that turn that into a week, turn that into a month, and turn that into annually. Hey, my pizza shop, I'm making, you know, I can make a couple hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, I'm okay. You know, that, that's, that's, that's good enough for me. I don't want to, you know, I want Mondays off. I want to take off in the summer, you know. I don't need two or three, four locations. So it really ties into, well, what's your goal? And, you know, I use the pizza shop analogy because it works for really any, you know, any business is that if you have the mindset, that you're going to sell 100 pizzas. Mm -hmm. You buy supplies for 100 fixings for pizza. And, you know, your first day out, you sell 50 pizzas. And you got to reorder supplies for tomorrow. So you think to yourself, well, I sold 50 today. I've got, you know, enough for 50. So, you know, I'm going to save a couple bucks. You know, see how tomorrow goes, and maybe I'll sell out. And I'll, you know, I'll sell fifty. I won't have to spend any more money on getting more supplies. You're already defeated. Yeah, yeah. Right. So you need to buy, you know, another hundred, you know, or you know, uh, another. You need to buy another fifty worth of pizza supplies so that you have. You need, you know, you need to reach your goal. And why aren't you reaching that goal? That's the question. You know, is it because? Yeah, your competition is another pizza shop, you know, across the street. There's a Domino's and down the street is a Pizza Hut. And, you know, maybe your, you know, your pie is just better and people don't know about it. So that's where the marketing comes in. Why is your pie better than, you know, the other choices that people are making for lunch or dinner? So, you know, understanding your numbers, 
uh, is super important to, you know, this, you know, this idea of, um, you know, the growth mm-hmm. tied into what we're talking about. What are we talking about? So, so how, yeah. So how do you, how do you work that into, to delve a little further on that? Uh, uh, again, you mentioned game plan and, and, uh, and playbook, you know, in their, you know, are, are those, are those different things? Is that something that's written out? Uh, yeah, what, the, what's the meaning yeah, behind that? You do, you, you, your game plan is, you know, if you've ever, um, heard of, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to bring, let's see if I can bring mine up, but it's, it is, it is written out and it's a, Okay, uh, I know the initial is going to give me a just give me a second to remember what this is. Um, your business model canvas, you ever heard of that? Sure, business yeah. model canvas, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's your, you know, your game plan. Your game plan is your business model canvas of how your business, you know, gets cut up into being successful. You know, what are the components? You know, so that's your overall game plan is knowing your customer segments, how those relation customer relationships are. You know, are, so game plan game plan is kind of like a mini uh, mini business plan, uh, specifically focusing on your marketing. That is what you're saying. Is that did I get that right? Yeah, it, it really is your 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 company plan, and marketing is a component of that. Yep. So that's where the playbook comes in. Is well, what's my playbook for marketing? You know, what's my playbook for, you know, internal key activities? You know, what's my playbook for, you know, who my, you know, how I deal with my partners and, you know, suppliers. Mm-hmm. You know, so really the game plan is the overall, so which, which we all should have. And then the playbooks are, you know, components of that, which are like marketing. Your marketing is a playbook that, that, helps you, you know, build out and make that business model, you know, whole. <laughs> so gotcha. Gotcha. And uh, I'm going to, I'm going to swing back a little bit to, to, to branding. Uh, you mentioned this in, in, uh, in the Smartpreneur blog that you wrote, but you know, so, some of our Smartpreneur companies that are out there uh, running their businesses, you know, they've been around for a while. They're, they're, so you know, some of them are new, but some of them been around in business for you know ten, twenty years. How how does how does that smartpreneur determine uh, when it's time to update that brand? You know, when when is it getting a little a uh, little dusty on the shelf, and you've got to you know put something else, uh, some some magic into it, so to speak. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how often business owners, smartpreneur owners, um, look at their competition, but I think that starts you know it starts with looking at your competition more often and if you don't worry about it or you just you know you see them once in a while in a trade magazine or on the road with a you know once in a while it may or may not catch your attention but that's you know that's doesn't end there i think do you know doing a you know competitive analysis i don't mean it, it doesn't have to be in depth i mean we do them in depth or in depth but just looking up your competition you know searching on google for your your particular product or service or your industry and see who's around and see what they look like. And then doing one, you know, nationally. Who are the big guys? You know, what do the big guys look like? Who are the guys that are making, you know, tens of millions, hundreds of millions of dollars in that in that 
you know, arena. And you'll see that, you know, those big guys are, are pretty polished and they have, you know, they probably have gone through a couple of evolutions of their brand, you know, since they've started, mm -hmm. you, look, you know, do a search for any, you know, any big name brand like Starbuck, Star, Starbucks, Shell, McDonald's, you know, look at the evolution of their brands, where they came from. And you'll see dozens of, you know, executions of how they adjusted their brand along the way. Sure. To, you know, tastes change. Now, I mean, you know, uh, you know, it's just the perceptions of taste in the market and younger people become, you know, customers and older, you know, become older people and become customers. So, you know, they come from different generations or different, you know, visual messagings that, that happen through the years and styles change, fashions change, colors, you know, hot colors change. And we're not looking, you know, when I work with an established brand, which I do a lot of rebrandings, mm -hmm. a lot of rebrandings for Simply Reliable in the day too, with sure. all the uh, smart office products and, you know, design machine products. And, um, you know, I was privileged enough to, you know, help with, help along with those rebrands. And, you know, it, it just, brings a you know it brings a new current you know lets people know that you're current you're new you're on top of stuff you're on the cutting edge you're in front of the you know you're in front of the wave of, of what's going to be happening next and people get all that messaging visually you know they, there's a lot of interpretation that goes you know goes on um, and when when at a glance you know you can be driving down the road and you're hungry and you know you got you know four dollars in your pocket. You know where are you going? Yeah, yeah. You, know, you, you go to, you go to McDonald's because you know you know what you're going to get. Mm -hmm. It's consistent, and you go to any McDonald's, you know you, you know what you're going to get. Right. So you know the the brand is that is that beacon that says you know uh, you know. I'm 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 here. I'm consistent and you know reliable, and you're yep. going to get what we promise. And if it's too old, old look, older looking, you know, some businesses do it in spite of it, you know, and say, hey, you know, you're always going to go to that that old hamburger place, you know, other than McDonald's, and you know because they never change. You know, it's the same guy back there, and it's the same equipment and you know, you know, there's consistency is great, but that's not really the norm of competition. You know, uh, look at all the, the explosion of burger places that have come on the market. Um, I'm always using that cow analogy, I guess. Branding. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and, you know, yeah, that, that's, that, that can work. You know, that can definitely work. Um, some of them you also. Gotta keep it, you got to keep it fresh, is what you're saying, right? Yeah, keep it keep it fresh. I mean, you know, down here, I don't know, down South Florida, there's there's Jack's Old Fashioned Hamburgers, which is like really great. They've got like two locations. Number, you know, great great place to go to if you're if you're in that area. And then there's there's like Char Hut. Char Hut went through a rebrand. They're just as popular. They have a bunch more stores all over the place. And then you got the big guys. You know, you've got. Uh, you know, the franchises that are all popped up that are super, you know, BurgerFi and uh, Smash Burger, you know, all these other gourmet, you know, burger places popping up and they're all trendy looking brands. And, you know, so how are you going to keep up with that? Yeah. You know, yeah. Either you've been around for 
you know, 50 years and people know who you are. Or if you're opening up, uh, you know, if you're opening up a new place or you want to compete with the new places, you know, take a look at your brand. Have a professional even just maybe give you an opinion. When I, again, when I do a rebrand, I don't abandon the equity that I feel has been built within that brand. So we usually take elements of that look and the feel or maybe there's some symbolism there that we want to, you know, enhance or change a little bit. But there is an evolution, you know, that can happen uh, with respect to mm -hmm. you know, what that brand has achieved and just, you know, just introduce it to a whole new market. Well, that's great. That's great. Well, Manny, thanks for uh, sharing your thoughts about branding today. That was that was pretty cool. Yeah, my pleasure. It's uh, it's our passion, you know. So, uh -huh. uh, nothing more than I love is working with, you know, and seeing, you know, your work, you know, working for your clients, you know, because they. Another element is internally, everybody gets excited, you know, that when you're doing a rebrand or when you're doing a new company. You know, you get this great visual that you can put on everything and go uh, goes everywhere. You know, we didn't talk about, you know, like scalability, which also the older brands sometimes have trouble being scalable, you know, in, in the newer technologies. Uh, right. So, uh, that's something that, you know, you can consider uh, why, why you might want to maybe look at, you know. Sure, sure. But, hey, my pleasure. It's uh, stuff that we do all the time. So Great. All right, Smartpreneurs, uh, you can check out uh, the blog, uh, the Smartpreneur blog uh, called, uh, this one is called What Makes a Brand uh, by uh, Manny Solomon on simplyreliable.com. And, of course, uh, check out uh, this and other podcasts by the Smartpreneur podcast crew. And you can find us at simplyreliable.com. Uh, also on our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash simplyreliable. Or any place you're listening to podcasts, just uh, tune in. Uh, search for Smartpreneur Podcast, and you'll find us. So, again, Smartpreneurs, thanks for joining us today. Uh, keep on selling. Keep on marketing. Build your brand. And we'll see you again next time on the Smartpreneur Podcast. Thanks, Tom. Thank you, Manny.